You are listening to Freedom Church STL. If you would like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit freedomchurchstl.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy this message. For the last couple of weeks, the last actually the last two weeks prior to this, we've been on a bit of a journey. We started off two weeks ago talking about that our road to our destiny, and I and you know me, I don't use words like that very often because uh, kind of the world and teaching has kind of made those things very, very like woo. Um, but we talked about that our, our destiny and, and, and the plan of God that he has for us is still connected through the supernatural. That the road that he has before us is a supernatural road. Remember that? And we talked about going ahead. Like, like God has a plan for us moving forward and it's still linked to the supernatural. Now, we did have to kind of break down the supernatural because we had to kind of take the supernatural and we had to turn it to something that was just magnificent, and sometimes the supernatural is as easy as just walking in simple lordship when nobody sees it. Like it, the, the supernatural isn't always the feeding of the 5,000 and the walking on water and the, the Red Sea being parted. Sometimes it is, is God just saying, you, you don't need to do that, and just going, okay. Like that's supernatural because, because prior to that, prior to that in my life, I would have just gone, whatever I want to do, I want to, so therefore I am, right? <laughs> and we just lived by our want-tos. And so when you have a believer that is, that is now uh, bending their knee to Christ and just saying, Father, whatever your will is, I want to do that, and then they actually do it, that is supernatural. There's been a supernatural change that's taken place. And so we talked about that. We talked about the going forward. And then last week, we talked simply about that, that we needed to be connected, that as we go forward, that we have to be connected to something, Right? And if you missed last week, I know the podcast is up from last week, so if you missed it, I encourage you to re- uh, go back and listen to it. What was, the title of the message was so simple. It was, what was it? It was, uh, I think it was, uh, huh, the broom, a robot, and a vacuum cleaner. Real spiritual stuff. Same thing that, that Paul and Peter taught on. Very, very similar. Very, I, I stole their notes, right? The broom, the robot, and the vacuum cleaner, right? How many of you, when you vacuumed your home this week, it was a spiritual encounter, it was a spiritual journey. It's always spiritual for me. I'll be honest with you, I love vacuums. So for me, it's always a thing for joy for me. But even more so, as I was grabbing that vacuum cleaner, I was like, yeah, I'm connected to Christ. I'm not doing this in my own power. Man, I was just like preaching it again, right? And Sonia, she would be like, you vacuumed again. And I'd be like, get behind me. Uh, this is spiritual, right? I see you're trying to rob my joy. I'm being connected to Christ, right? So I, and I have to apologize. Megan, after the service last week, and if you weren't here for any of this, go listen to the podcast. You'll get all of these jokes. But Megan, literally after the service, she came up to me and she goes, I feel like I was vacuum shamed the entire time. Like I have been. Sh-. Well, I'm like, you know what? Then that's just God dealing with you. I can't help that. I'm just the deliverer of the message. That is on you to deal with. Don't you put that on me, right? Right? <laughs> But we talked about the importance, listen to me, we talked about the importance that as we go, if we're going to go forward in Christ, that we have to be connected. And we, that, that sounds so simple. 
Oh, just, just be connected to Christ, right? Just be engaged with them. And bless you, amen, go in peace. But we kind of started breaking that down and we saw our shortcomings and our failings and, and how we've uh, twisted that and we've had different mindsets on that and God kind of shaped that. But today what I want to do is this. Because we've dealt with going forward, we've dealt with being connected, but something that God said I want to round this up with was simply this, is that we have to deal with sometimes for us to go forward, we have to deal with what is behind. We have to deal with what is behind us, meaning the things that we have kind of drug along with us, our past, so to speak. And you would sit there and say, oh, but Pastor Chris, the, the, the past is behind us. Yes. Well, then my question to you is, then why is it still affecting you? And why is it keeping you from walking in the things that God wants you to walk in? Because I'll be honest with you, I am a man of the cloth, right? I stand before people and I teach the word of God and, 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 I, and I know the Bible and, and as much as I can. And yet somehow I find myself no different than you. I find myself being not held back from me not having the faith of what God wants for me in the future. That's not what's holding me back. Man, I, I see God before me. I see what he wants me to run into. I see what he wants me to do. I do all that. I have the faith to do it. But the thing that I find that seems to hold me back is not the fear of going forward. It is the stuff from behind. Going, that's still holding me back from taking this next step. Am I alone in that? No, no, raise your hand. Raise your hand if you say, you know what? My past has kind of kept me from stepping into the things God wants me. No, no, lift your hands really high. Oh, this is good. This is freeing. No, no, keep them up. Put both hands up. And she's like, I'm holding a baby. Believe God. Believe God. Where's your faith? No, 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 keep your hands up. I didn't say put them down. Keep your hands up. I want you to do me a favor. Now I want you to look around with your hands up. This is common to man. You are not alone in this. The enemy number one, this has nothing to do with the message. But let me give you this freebie. The enemy immediately says that you are the only one dealing with this. You are the only one bound by your past, and everybody else is just running forward into the things of Christ. It's a lie. We all struggle with that which is behind us that keeps us. It is part, it is, whether we like it or not, it is there. It's not, doesn't make it right, and God has a plan out of it, and that's what we're going to deal with today. But I want you to know we need to bring that to light so that you know you're not alone, so the enemy can't trap you in some dark place. Do you hear what I just said? Some of you have been trapped in a dark place of loneliness and a dark place of isolation where he's just said, it's just you. It's just you. Everybody else is doing fine. Everybody else is running freely. Nope, it's everybody. But we're going we're gonna to cut that thing off today and kill it. That's what we're going to do. I'm not going to do it. The Word's going to do it. power of the Holy Spirit through the power of the Word's going to deal with it. So let's look at this. Romans chapter 7. You with me? Huh? Good. Do you mind if we go through some word real quick? I mean, like we're going to go through some. Because I need you to see this. Romans chapter 7, verse, starting in verse 21 through 25. This passage right here, I think, is, 
actually somewhat confused people as a point where they almost, they almost use it as their identity, as if Romans 8 didn't exist. Like we look at Romans 7 and we just go, yep, that's my experience, and we just wallow in it. We just stay there. So let's look at, let's look at what Paul says here. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For my inner being, for in my inner being, everybody say, in my inner being. I delight in God's law, meaning this. There are things, like I want to do right. I want to do what God wants to do. I'm even trying to do this thing. I'm trying to work it out, man. I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my, mind, of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. Now, see, we would just say, well, that, that's my experience, right, Pastor Chris? It's just, yep, when I want to do good, evil's right there, and, and I don't do the things that I want to do, and I do the things that I don't want. Oh, that's just my experience. And, and you know what? And the enemy goes, yep. That's your experience. That's who you are. Own it. And just, and, and you know what? Maybe in the sweet by and by, God will finally release you from it. That's a lie. It's a lie. And then I love what Paul says. What a wretched man I am. Man, I have felt that so many times. That's that, that, that's that past. That's just that sin nature just screaming at you going, this is who you are. This is who you are. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? But then I love it. All of a sudden, Paul's like, see, Paul's writing all this stuff with the answer already there. He knows where he's going. He's not confused about this. And all of a sudden, he's going to shift gears. He's going to go from, this is just my lot in life. And then all of a sudden, he's going to shift gears and he's going to go, but God. And he's going to say, thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. Meaning he is giving the answer to our problem. He is giving the answer that that, that thing that says, man, I find this war raging in me. So what's the answer? He's going to say, man, Jesus is the answer. And I say, Pastor Chris, that's so simple. The answer is always Jesus in, in, in church Pictionary. But this is the answer. And then I said, so then I, I myself, in my mind, am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. But there's even more. It keeps going. Chapter 8. You with me? Therefore, because of, anytime, follow me on this, if you ever start reading a passage and it says, therefore, what's it referring to? <laughs> what was just there? Right? What we just got done talking about. Who is going to save this guy? Who's going to save me from this? Therefore, there is now no condemnation. Don't get confused. I know we get confused with the C words. There is no condemnation in Christ. There is conviction. Don't get those things confused. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because... Through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you, me, free from the law of sin and death. Follow me on this. What he just said there was simple. He said, listen, Paul states, listen, this is, you have to understand, Paul was a man of the law. He knew the law. He was, he was a teacher of the law. And so he was trying to do the law to the best of his abilities and yet still finding it ain't enough. It's not enough. 
So if it ain't enough, then what am I going to do? Well, enter Jesus. And that's what he says here. He's saying, listen, this is the answer for that question. He says, now, for what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. Meaning, God sends Jesus, right, in the form of the thing that's broken in us so that it can pay the price that needs to be paid for the brokenness in us. Did you hear what I just said? Does that make sense? No, no, this is yes in America, this is no. Because I'll say it a different way if you didn't get that. God sends Jesus in the form of what is broken in us. You tracking with me on that? So that the price can be paid for that which is broken in me. No matter how much I try to do good or do the law, I'm never going to pay the price of the brokenness in my flesh. Good news is, is that Jesus pays that price. Now listen, in order, this is verse 4. In order that righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh but according to the spirit. Now, verse 5 all the way down is going to start shifting the gears and saying, now this is what it looks like to actually walk this out. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. Now let's talk about that just for a moment. Meaning this. If you are living a life, if you still believe as a child of God that there are two things that own you, that, that, that you are still bound by two things, then you will only be able to serve one of them at a time. Does that make sense? Because if you really believe that you are still under sin's control, under the flesh's control, and that Christ's work is a failure, then eventually you're going to just serve one of those things. That's why there are believers that see God in front of them, yet are still serving the flesh that surrounds them. You follow me on this? Again, yes in America. Okay, good. I'm going to say this again. You understand my job is to not make you laugh, cry, weep. I'm not a Broadway show. You need to be able to understand this for you, apply it for you, and then do what? Be able to teach other people. Or we have failed it this morning. We could have all just gone bowling. Verse 9. You, however, everybody say me. Everybody say me. Me, however, I am not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. Why? Because of what Christ did. He separated from me that which I could not separate from myself. Okay? But verse 10, but if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death, meaning I'm not going to change the fact that this thing, this, this chunk of flesh in front of you, that's kind of gross to say like I'm a big piece of meat, Right? But like this chunk of flesh, it's going to die. I mean, death has got a a 99.99999% of victory chance of everybody. It only lost against one person, right? So this is going to die. That's not going to change. But you, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but in the realm of the Spirit. And if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, this is verse 9, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives me life because of righteousness. And the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, and He who raised Christ from the dead will also give me life. 
to my mortal body because his spirit lives in you. What he is saying there is this. He's saying, yeah, this shell is still subject to the breaking down caused by sin entering the world. Like this shell is, we all look at it. How many of you look in the mirror on a daily basis and you go just, you can see the effects of sin. You can see the effects of sin in the, and you cover it with putties and, and creams and, and, and you got stretches and, it's, and you're doing all these weird things. It's like, I, I just, if I could just remove one of these, right? You go into the doctor and you're like, can you get rid of like six of these, right? You know, I look like an accordion, right? When I bend over. Like we see the effects of it, man. We see the effects of sin entering the world and breaking down our bodies. But I'm no longer bound by this. So even if this fails, the spirit of Christ and the spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in me and gives me life. This is our truth. This is our reality. Now, follow me on this. So, so Pastor Chris, what does all of this mean? Now, you just gave us a huge chunk of word. Now, now make this practical to me. Can we make it practical? Because I want to make sure that everybody gets this. Let's make this as practical as possible. I'm going to use an example of something that, that we did this week. Can I, can I have this real quick? No, 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 not the pot. Does anybody, oh, sorry. Does anybody have one of these at the house? You know what this is? It's a direct TV box, huh? I mean, I'm not, I'm not here. I didn't get a job at direct TV. I'm, no, I'm not working for, I didn't get fired from New Balance, and now I'm working for direct TV. By the way, we're sponsored by the direct TV. So if you want to sign up afterwards, it would, really, it would really help me out, and we can talk about that. I mean, just meet me at the kiosk in the back. I've got a little form you can fill out. <laughs> uh, that was just for me. So... I want to use an example of cable, okay? This week, what we did was, we, because I had nothing else to do, um, I started looking around, I started just looking at the house, and I was like, you know, and I've always said this, I'm always like, you know what, I want to get rid of cable, meaning I want to get rid of television, I want to get rid of this, and, and we're going to go just purely like internet-based and all that other stuff, right? So we got rid, so I, I called them up, and I, I got rid of them, and, and their $700 a month payment for like 7,000 channels, right? Like QVC1, QVC2, QVC3, clearance QVC, I mean, all, I mean, all of this, like, you know, the cooking channel, the bad cooking channel, the better cooking channel, right? We only cook vegetables, we only cook meat, right? We don't cook anything. I mean, all those different channels, right? Because I realized when I was looking at cable, I was scrolling through all this stuff, and I was, and I was just reminded, like, I don't want any of this stuff. I don't, I don't want any of these things, right? I want, I want something that's more directed. I want something that's, 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 that takes me exactly where I want it to go. I don't want to have to go through all this junk to get what I want. I, I just want that. I want a straight line to it. And this was not a straight line, right? This was a, a time uh, uh, just stealing, robbing, flipping through. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Why is Teen Wolf still on HBO? Seriously, why am I watching 1982? Why am I paying for that, right? Blockbuster doesn't even carry that VHS anymore, right? Right? And so what we did was we got rid of this. We literally got rid of this. We cut the proverbial cable, and we got something that was way more directed. Now, 
Let's make this practical, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to use this analogy. For some of us, this is kind of like our past, all right? This is our past. This is our failures. These are the things that we do not want. These are the things that, that are costing us on a daily basis, but yet we're not even involved in them, meaning I have no buy-in to this. How many of you ever look at your cable and you're like, why am I still paying for what I don't want? Anybody? Huh? Yeah, you look at it and you're like, why am I paying for 700 channels and I don't even want one of those? I have no investment in any of those channels anymore. Why am I still paying for it? Well, this is like our past. And so if we believe, like Romans chapter 7, where Paul would say, when I, 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 I want to disconnect from this and I want to serve God, I want to do, I want to go forward. If we just stop at chapter 7 and prior to who would save this guy, my mindset would believe that this is still with me and holding me back from going into what I want. I want to be directed. I want to get just what I have access to. I want to be a way more streamlined, but I got this. Because how silly would it be for me to call up? So I had this through DirecTV, right? You still with me on this? I had this through DirecTV. How silly would it have been for me to be on the phone with DirecTV and Charter Spectrum at the same time and saying, you know what, DirecTV, I don't want to get rid of you. I want to keep paying for you, even though I don't want you anymore. But, but Spectrum, I'd also like to bring you on and, pay, and be connected to that now. I no, longer, I no longer want this, but I'm still going to pay for it and keep it around because it keeps me cozy, right? Because it, it's, it's just my lot in life. It's my past. It is what it is. And so, but now I'm paying even more because now I've got Christ in my life and I want to do this, but this is still there and it's still frustrating to me. You follow me on this? Well, how silly would it be for us to be paying for things that we don't want while we're, quote, being connected to that which has already freed us. Now, I want you to see this. This is like the enemy. In Revelations, I think it's chapter 12. In Revelations chapter 12, it talks about it. It describes the enemy as, as the accuser, as the one that accuses us, stands and just always says how bad we are and how wicked we are. And accuses us of all of our faults. And that's kind of like this. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that system. It's kind of like our own memory. Where it's just like this is all of our bad decisions all wrapped up into one little box. All of our faults, all of our failings, everywhere we fell short, everywhere we made stupid decisions. Whether in our relationships, our finances, whether just in our, our thought patterns, our choices in life. And it's just there. And we've got them all saved on this hard drive. And Christ is calling us forward and saying, no, 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 come with me. And you're sitting there saying, because you believe this is just your lot in life. It's just this tug of war between this and this. You just, oh, I got to, I want to do this. But have you seen what's on this channel? Have you seen what's on there? God, I don't, I don't. I don't even like that channel anymore. I don't even like what I'm seeing there. And I, I have no connection to it anymore, but yet I'm, I'm still paying for it. 
And I, I, I want to go forward with what you have for me. I want to go forward into the things that you are calling me to. But, but look at channel 342. Look at that stupid decision I made. I know I'm not invested in it. I haven't even watched it. In fact, I removed it from my playlist. It's not there anymore. But it's still kind of there. And it's keeping me from going there. Are you following me on this? Is this making sense to anybody? Some of you are carrying around a box. Some of you are carrying around a cable box with a remote. And every time God is calling you forward and saying, live by my spirit. Live by the freedom that I've paid for you, that I've done for you. We just go back and say, but God, I'm still connected to this. And the enemy accuses and the enemy states and says, no, no, you'll never get away from that. You're never going to get away from that. That is your lot in life. Deal with it. And yet Jesus says in Romans chapter 8, Paul would say to Jesus, he says, listen, he's paid the price. He's cut the cord. He has dismissed you. He has set you free from that which you could not set yourself free from. He has cut those things off. I, I, I know, I know at any time you can go back and pull those things up, but why would you? That's why it says there that those that, that live in the flesh, they operate in the flesh, meaning they're looking and searching those things out, that they're searching for those past memories and those past ideas and those past faults. Like, that's their focus. But God's saying, listen, my son came, paid the price in the form of that which was broken so that you could be set free. Are you following me on this? So why are you still, number one, paying for something that I already paid for? Think about it. It's like, it's like Jesus came in and just said, I paid to get you out of that contract. I paid you. I know that they were going to charge you $700 to cancel that six-year contract that you logged into because you thought it was a good idea. And then Jesus comes in and goes, no, 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 you don't understand, man. I've paid that contract. Like, I, I've paid to get you out of that contract. Why, why are you still acting like you're still in it? Why are you acting like the cord's still connected? Man, just return the equipment and let's get on with this. Let's just return the equipment back to the shop and just go, hey, devil, you can have your router back. Hey, devil, you can have your modem back. Hey, devil, you can have all this stuff back. It ain't mine anymore. I, I'm not paying. It was already paid. And when the devil goes, oh, no, no, and he stands as the accuser and goes, yeah, but what about this? And what about this failing? I, I'm sorry. I don't know if you understand. But, but he, paid the, he paid the price to get me out of this contract. I'm no longer bound to you, DirecTV. You follow me on this? Yeah. See, the problem isn't that we are afraid to walk forward in our future because we don't see God there. We're afraid to walk forward because we think that we're still dragging along a giant DV, DVR player. And it's a lie. It's a lie, child of God. Yeah. The, same spirit of God the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives on the inside of you. And though your mortal flesh is still bound by the laws of sin and it is decaying, Rapidly, that's not me judging, I'm just pointing it out. But if you are decaying, the reality of it is, is your spirit, that which is eternal, is not bound by this anymore. You are free to run the race that Christ set out before you. In fact, the one that he marked out before you. He, you are allowed to do that. You are allowed, you have been set free from that. 
You have been removed. That which used to bind you is no longer there. Now, let me just stop just for a second because I don't want you to get this twisted. If you are still living, if you still have investment in those channels, you follow me on this? Meaning these things are still on your playlist. He's not talking to you. How you get out of that is to repent of those things and then get away from them. So let's not get confused here and say, oh, oh, wait a second. You mean I could just have all of these things on my playlist and because there's no condemnation in Christ, I could just, man, I could have all my want-tos and Jesus. No, 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 that's not what he says. No, 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 that's a twisted doctrine. If you have investment in this, then child, you need to repent. If you're invested in some of those bad decisions and bad mindsets and, and, and things of your flesh, then you need to repent. Because you're invested in it. But man, if you've already repented, if those things have been removed from your playlist, if those things are no longer even in your mindset, you, I mean, you know they're there, you can, you, you can scroll through them. Man, I can't, oh, I can't believe I used to watch that. Oh, stupid. Really? Seriously, what was I thinking? Why was I, you know, housewives of what, what in the world? Why would I ever binge watch that? What is wrong with me? How would, kind of, you know, and you're just scrolling through. What, why am I doing? Why would I have ever? Do not be lied to. That cord has been cut. That subscription is no longer valid. That contract is void because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, so what's the plan now? Now you know that. Now we see that. Now we own that. Now we then turn back to what we talked to two weeks ago. And we say, Father, my destiny is revolved in the supernatural. And you want me to run this? Okay, I'm going to run this. I am making a choice today to not leave my past behind. Guys, listen to me. Stop this whole thing. You're not leaving. This is gone already. Stop the lie. It's not there. It ain't an anchor. It's a, it's, an, it's, an, it's, it's a false thing. It's a false thing. It's a false weight. So I'm not going to just sit there and go, oh, God, let me go back over my past today and let me deal with those things again, even though I've dealt with them and I know that they're the, but you know what? I just feel like, I, no, why spend any more time on them? If you've repented, he's forgotten about it. You're forgiven. Move on. Move on. Move on. It's time to run. Church, listen to me. I, I, I want this. I want, I, I want freedom for you, but I want you to be able to run freely. I want you to be able to see yourself as the Bible sees you, as the Word describes you as a child. If you keep reading in Romans chapter 8, he's going to talk about as you as an heir. As an heir. <laughs> Man, I've never been an heir of anything. I've never gotten anything, but man, I, I'm an heir in the kingdom. I'm a child of God. That's how I'm described. The Bible's going to describe you as a royal priesthood. The Bible's going to describe you as people that, that have a purpose to bring hope with a minister of reconciliation. This is what he's called you to. But if you're still scrolling through 600 channels of your past that no longer bound you, then the enemy's got you, and he's got you just by accusing you. That needs to stop today. You hear me today? Let me just pray for us.
Before I pray for you, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to just go before God. And I want you to be honest with yourself. I want you to be honest with him. And I want you to just deal with the fact of whether or not, man, have I been, have I been carrying around a cable box I have no investment in? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. That's exactly what it sounds like. And if you have, the only thing that you need to repent of is just not seeing him clearly. Thank him for the fact that he set you free from that which bounds you. Thank him that, that those things have no power over you. In Revelations, it describes the enemy as the accuser. But then it also then turns around and it says, and how he was overcome was by our testimony and the blood of the lamb. Yeah, I know all those things were there, but you understand the blood of the lamb has separated from me from that. And I am saved and that's how I overcome the accuser. And my face is turned towards my God. My face is turned toward that which I follow and I am running after him and I am believing for the supernatural even in the midst of the mundane. I am being purposeful to seek him. I'm not gonna be held back by anything, especially the things that, uh, that, 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 that are not even, they're not, they're not real anymore. They're not even, they don't bind me anymore. I'm not gonna be held by, by those things. No way. Today's a new day. Now I want you to do me a favor. I, I want you to just lift your hands. I want to just pray for us. And then I'm going to let you go into this amazing Sunday. I'm just going to pray for us. Father God, I thank you right now. Father, I thank you that the revelation, <laughs> number one, let that beginning revelation come of those that don't realize that, that Jesus paid the price that they've been trying to in their goodness work out. Father, let there just be a settling of the fact that they can just rest in the knowledge that Jesus has paid that. And Father, I thank you right now. I thank you right now that you just rest this on us like a wet blanket. That we know that we are separated by your power, by what you did in the flesh, and that you've empowered us by your spirit to run the plan that you've set before us. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody send. Amen. Well, stand to your beautiful feet, you people. Come on now. Thanks for joining us. If you would like prayer, you can text Freedom Prayer to 94000 and send us your prayer request. And don't forget to find us on social media at Freedom Church STL. You can also find more info on our website at freedomchurchstl.com.